It's 8 o'clock on today. Coming up, travel troubles, delays and cancellations heading into the busy holiday weekend. The plans keep changing. Like, literally, it's like by the minute it's changing. Well, across the South, another blast of sizzling temperatures. What are you doing right now? Turning up. <laughs> As wildfire smoke is once again causing air quality concerns. So how will this all affect your weekend plans? We'll have everything you need to know. Then NFL tragedy, new details on the death of former quarterback Ryan Mallett from an apparent drowning along a dangerous part of the Florida coast. Just ahead, the tributes now pouring in. Plus, never would they ever. With summer in full swing, we'll talk to experts about the five things they would never do on vacation. From what not to miss at hotel check-in to keeping everyone safe at the pool and skincare, how you can make the most of your time away. And summer stars, the cast of The Summer I Turned Pretty is stopping by ahead of their highly anticipated second season. Now grab your hand <laughs> and we'll dance away from everybody. Then we'll catch up with Maisie Peters, the pop sensation who is selling out shows and on the road with Ed Sheeran today, Wednesday, June 28, 2023. We're visiting from San Antonio, Texas, Washington, Iowa, Walford, Oregon, Onalaska, Washington, and Little Rock, Arkansas. Celebrating our 40th anniversary. From Skinny Atlas, New York. Hi to our Nana and Grandma, back in Westchester, Ohio. Third generation from Middleville, Michigan. On a girls trip from Dallas. Everyone back home has been waiting for us to be on the Today Show. And we made it! For my 18th birthday. You did make it. You made it. You made it. And so did all these other amazing oh people. Our plaza today is packed. And oh, we're yeah. so happy that you're with us on this Wednesday. Savannah's enjoying a day off midweek. And uh, we're happy to have Chanel Jones. Yes. Good morning to you guys. Yes. Coming up tomorrow on Today, a special conversation between Jenna and best-selling author Colleen Hoover. What she had to say about fulfilling her lifelong dream of becoming a writer and having Blake Lively in the movie adaptation of her own family story. Pretty cool interview. Yeah, yeah. a lot of people are buzzing about that one. Uh, let's get right to our news at 8 o'clock now. The summer travel season is off to a, shall we say, challenging start with massive delays at some of the nation's busiest airports and the 4th of July getaway isn't even in full swing yet. NBC's Tom Costello has the latest on what's causing the problems and what can be done to fix them. Hey, Tom, good morning. Hey there, weather, weather, weather is the big problem right now. You know, we talk about it every summer, and this summer it's happening right at this critically important and very busy week. We've already had a ground stop here in Boston that's been lifted. However, the FAA is already warning we are likely to see more ground stops today. And specifically, as I look at my computer, here's what they're saying. Ground stops likely in all three airports in New York City, Newark, as well as LaGuardia, as well as JFK and Teterboro. By the way, yesterday uh, it got so bad in New York, the weather was so 
so bad, they got so behind that even United Airlines requested its own ground stop so they could catch up. Also, FAA warning, Orlando likely to see a ground stop today or delays. Boston, we've already mentioned here, as well as Miami, Fort Lauderdale, and Palm Beach. So it's going to be a rough travel day, and you can thank the weather for that. Uh, yesterday, we had 2,200 flight cancellations nationwide. We've already got hundreds today and approaching 1,000 delays. It's going to be a very rough day indeed. If you are traveling, get there as early as you can. Watch your app. Watch your airline app. If they delay or cancel a flight, be proactive. You want to try to take action on your own. Don't stand in line at the counter. That could last forever. It's going to be a very busy day, and unfortunately, a busy couple of days. Friday, the busiest record-breaking travel day yet ever. They're expecting 2.8 million travelers on Friday. And I'll be flying. I'll back to you. Of course you will. All right, Tom Costello for us there in Boston. Tom, thanks. The sports world has been stunned by the apparent drowning death of former NFL quarterback Ryan Mallett. Officials say the 35-year-old was in a group of swimmers who got caught in a riptide yesterday on Florida's Gulf Coast. Mallett was drafted by the New England Patriots back in 2011. He spent five years in the league, also playing for Baltimore and Houston before becoming a high school football coach. Patriots head coach Bill Belichick released a statement saying, in part, I am extremely saddened by Ryan's tragic passing. My thoughts and prayers are with his family and the many people whose lives he touched. The man accused of killing four Idaho college students was back in court Tuesday. Brian Koberger, seen for the first time since the prosecution announced they will seek the death penalty. NBC's Aaron McLaughlin is in Moscow, Idaho with the latest. And Aaron, you were in the courtroom sitting just feet away from Koberger. What can you tell us? Yeah, that's right. Chanel Brian Koberger was wearing a dark suit in stark contrast to the orange prison jumpsuit of prior appearances. When he walked into the courtroom with his defense team, you could see him kind of sort of take in the scene for a split second before taking his seat, facing the judge and really never looking back. It was clear that he was intensely listening to the proceedings, which you would expect considering what's at stake for him. Chanel. Aaron, were there any major your legal bombshells during the hearing? Yeah, no legal bombshells during this particular hearing. It was a brief hearing lasting around 27 minutes. It was all about the defense pushing the prosecution for access to even more discovery. In this particular hearing, there are after three things in particular, the training records of police officers, they say were critical to the investigation, FBI records of the cell phone in the area, as well as an FBI report about that white Hyundai. Elantra, the judge granting some of the requests, taking other parts of the request into further consideration. But it's clear that the defense is furiously trying to shape its case. It's dealing with an absolute mountain of discovery. And speaking to legal experts, they say it's highly likely that that October 2nd uh, court trial date will have to slide, especially given that this is now a death penalty case. Chanel? Yeah, it'll have to move. All right, Aaron, thank you. The number of Americans working from home has dropped from its pandemic high, but the Labor Department says more than one third are still doing their jobs remotely. That number climbs above 50 percent for those with college degrees. The Labor Department survey also finds that those working full-time from home put in about two and a half hours less each day than those in the office. 
Those findings could give companies some momentum to bring workers back to the office. All right, just ahead, big casting news for the iconic roles of Superman and Lois Lane. Carson has all the details in Popstar. But first, before you head out on your summer getaway, you'll want to hear what these experts have to say. A hotel manager, a lifeguard, and a dermatologist sharing what they would never do on vacation. Coming up right after this. And we're back with a new edition of today's five things. Summer travels in full swing with more than 50 million Americans expected to hit the road and travel this holiday weekend. And ahead of Independence Day, we brought in some pros here to share five things they would never do when traveling based on their areas of expertise. We've got a hotel manager, a lifeguard and a dermatologist. Let's talk, let's start with Chintin Dadich. He's the general manager of Conrad, New York downtown. He's been in the hotel industry for 25 years. It's nice to have a pro. Good to see you, uh, Chintin. So this is an interesting one. We're starting this. Never book a room last minute. I thought that's how you swept in and got the deal. Absolutely not, Hoda. So first off, thank you. Uh, thank you for having me. Yeah. Uh, but it's a myth. Uh, you know, we're a supply and demand uh, organization, just yeah. like any other business. Uh, so the more demand, the you know, the more uh, rates are going to be higher. So I always suggest people, please book in advance, secure that reservation early uh, in your travel, uh, you know, planning. Uh, uh-huh. Don't wait for the last minute. Don't wait for that. No. What if you want, real quick, what if you want an upgrade? Can you just go up to the desk and say, give me an upgrade? Absolutely. And do they say yes sometimes? 100%. If the hotel rooms have an upgrade available, sometimes there might be a small charge attached with it. A lot of times, they'll just give it to you. They'll just give it to you. Exactly. Okay. So Here's another asking one. never hurts. Here's one. Never forget to share that you're actually having a special occasion. It's a birthday. It's an anniversary. Very, very important. It could be as simple as you're dropping off your child to college, yeah. picking them up. It's a reunion. It's your spouse's uh, you know, special birthday. Why tell, why tell them on that kind of stuff? So as a hotel industry, and especially in full-service luxury hotels, we want to go above and beyond and make a memorable stay for our guests. Yeah. And these little nuggets, uh, uh, what we call nuggets of uh, you know information, help us create some surprise and delight for our guests. So we use them to our advantage to make sure that the guests leave happy. Surprise and delight. I like it. Okay, you say never stay silent when it comes to room needs. What does that mean? So, you know, you might be traveling with your sibling. Yeah. You might be traveling with your parent yeah. or just meeting up for a girls weekend. If you're going to need, uh, you know, a room with two beds yeah. versus a king bed sure, or you need a rollaway bed, yeah. secure that early. Going back to the tip, book early, secure that early. Like at my hotel, if you want connecting rooms guaranteed at time of reservation, you could do you that. You got it. Yeah. A okay. couple of more. Never forget to ask for a care packet. What's a care packet? So, you know, uh, we all, uh, we've all done the mistake of overpacking. Yeah. But... Forgetting toiletries, you know, just simple things yep. like toothbrush and stuff like that. Uh, hotels mostly will have that available for you. No need to run out and stress out about getting uh, the you know, to a store. Exactly. Okay. Ask us, we'll do it for you. Lastly, never ever ignore the bellman. Very, very important and probably closest to my heart. Speak to the bell person, speak to the door person, the guest relations team. These are experts. They'll tell you all the secrets about the neighborhood. Yeah. They'll try and get you in all those hard-to-get restaurants, yeah. bars, or, or uh, you know, shows. But they're really the experts in the hotel. So yeah. never lose that opportunity. And last, be kind. Yes. Be kind to the hotel yes. teams. Uh, you're traveling. I know you're stressed out. But trust me, that kindness goes a long way. And the team members will reciprocate. 
They'll do everything for you. Good job. All right. Yeah. Thank you, Chinton. Thank, Thank you so you. much. Craig, over to you. All right. Great tips there. I'm here with Wyatt Werneth. Wyatt has nearly three decades of experience as a lifeguard. He's also a spokesperson for the American Lifeguard Association. And Wyatt has five tips on what he would never do when swimming this summer. So let's start with number one here. Never swim without a lifeguard on site. And we're talking beach and pool, right? Absolutely. That's the number one rule. Always swim in front of a lifeguard. Your chances of drowning in front of a lifeguard are 1 in 18 million. 1 in 18 million. And does it matter how many people you have swimming in terms of how many lifeguards you need? Well, the more people, the more lifeguards you need. Absolutely. Okay. Uh, never wear a blue swimsuit, you say. Is that because it makes a lifeguard potentially, it makes it harder for them to spot you in the water? Well, it's camouflage. You'd blend into the environment. It'd be hard for lifeguards to see you. When we have a missing person... Having the identified bathing suit in a bright color makes it a lot easier. You say never dive head first. That's right. Uh, you want to know the, the bottom topography, the same in a pool. You don't ever want to dive in. But when you're at a lake or open water areas, there could be all kinds of rocks or coral or stumps. You always want to investigate the water, go feet first. And that's even if you think you know the depth. Exactly. Especially out, you know, with weather, things change. So it could be something drifted up that you don't know about. All right. This is another good one here. You say never, ever host a pool party without a lifeguard. And that's correct. I understand you're going to have a party this 4th of July. So I correct. recommend have a lifeguard. If already, not, already got at one. least assign a water watcher. Well, explain that, water watcher. Someone in the group that's designated to pay attention to what's going on, no distractions, and hopefully no CPR and have some lifeguard skills. Okay, and last but not least, never assume that the lifeguard is also a sitter. Explain that one. Well, too many times people come to the beach, they drop their kids off, they don't pay attention, and they expect the lifeguards to do that. That is our job, but however, it goes back to the home and you need to pay attention to your children. All right. Five great tips. Thanks for the advice there, Wyatt. Chanel, over to you. All right. Good advice. We have dermatologist Dr. Michelle Henry here with over 10 years of experience. She's also the CEO and founder of Skin and Aesthetic Surgery of Manhattan. And she has five things she'd never do before heading outside this summer. Good morning to you, Dr. Good Michelle. Morning. Thank you. All right. So the first one you say, never use sunscreen less than SPF 30. I've seen 15. Yes. Anything less than SPF 30 is a waste of money. Really? So we grade sunscreens based on the thickness of application. And most of us aren't applying enough. Yeah. So we're already inadequate. So less than 30, not okay. All right, done. Check. Never ignore medication labels. Yes. So many medications can actually sensitize you to the sun. And this includes common medications like acne medications like doxycycline and a really common anti-inflammatory ibuprofen. You can get burns, rashes, blisters. So consult your dermatologist really? if you're ever concerned. I mean, how many people are taking ibuprofen? That's a good, a good advice. This next one I'm guilty of says never walk barefoot. Explain some of the issues that can come from it. Yeah. So it's really freeing to walk barefoot in the summer months. We love it, but it comes with risk. So I see massive burns from walking on the sidewalks, uh-huh. on hot pavement, fungal infections, bacterial infections, warts, sunburn. So right. wear shoes, wear your sunscreens, wear traction if you're at the pool so you don't slip. Mm-hmm. Really important. All right. Shoes it is. Um, next one you say, never forget to, I'm guilty of this one too, <laughs> rinse off after the, the pool. You can't just kind of, I don't know, live your no, life. Get out no. of your life. No? You know, chlorine is a great disinfectant. It's also great at drying your skin, causing inflammation and giving you brittle hair. Mm-hmm. So always rinse mm-hmm. off. And before you go in, put on a little coconut oil. It's going to protect you from bonding to that chlorine. So coconut oil in the hair and the skin, 
perfect for protection. Does it get in the, the pool water? If just a little bit. Just a little just bit. A little. All right. Last but not least, you say this is important. Never ignore skin growths. Yes. So excess sun can cause new freckles, new moles, new growths. There are lots of things online that you can remove it at home. Do not do it. You could delay the diagnosis of a skin cancer. So we're looking for moles that are asymmetric, with an uneven border, multiple colors, growing in di- diameter. Check with the dermatologist. Don't do it at home. It can ultimately save your life. <laughs> Thank you to you and all of our experts this morning. Al, that's 15 pieces of advice for you this morning. I'm still thinking about that oil slick on the pool. <laughs> anyway, uh, we're looking at some wet weather still in Boston. That's going to cause some airport delays, record heat down in Texas, severe storms firing up in the upper plains. We're looking at sunshine along the West Coast. That's your latest weather. Time for the best time of the morning. I want to hear about this Superman okay. stuff. Oh, man, I got Backstreet Boys news. I got all kinds of things to get to. We're going to start with Superman because we've been teasing it all morning. Superman Legacy. It's a bird. It's a plane. It's a new actor putting on the iconic cape. Yesterday, DC Studios' James Gunn confirming that David Cornsweet has been cast as name. the new Superman and Rachel Brosnahan oh. as the next Lois Lane. You might know Cornsweet from Netflix projects like Look Both Ways and The Politician. Brosnahan, of course, just wrapped a five-season run on The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. The new Superman flick is expected to take a deep dive into the iconic comic book character's origin story. Oh. Okay. That's going to be good. His cousin is Mate Sweat. Meat sweat. Oh, boy. <laughs> you know what? Next up, Lizzo. Last year, Beyonce name dropped the Truth Hurts singer. I actually like that. In her number one single, Break My Soul, last night, Lizzo sharing an emotional reaction that she had to hearing those lyrics in concert. Lizzo captioned that video. In that moment, I was thinking oh. about Baby Me, listening to Happy Face by Destiny's Child and crying myself to sleep because of bullies, oh. adding. Wow. What a moment. Very nice. Beautiful. beautiful. Yeah. And your meat sweats didn't even ruin that moment. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Oh, Why did you do that? Thank you. Why would you do that? Why would I do that? I don't know. Is meat sweat coming because to Thanksgiving this year? Corn sweat, meat sweat. Oh. Um, next up is Barbie, oh, the movie star Margot Robbie, spilling some Hollywood secrets on that viral high-stepping clip that you saw in the trailer. Yes, yeah. we're talking about her iconic Barbie feet. This close-up shot causing quite the stir on the internet. In fact, Chrissy Teigen even <laughs> on Twitter calling for an entire documentary about how <laughs> filmmakers were able to pull it off. In a new interview with Fandango, this is how Margot Robbie explained that cinematic feat. How many takes? And were you propped onto something? Tell us. It was probably about eight takes. Wasn't that many. Um, They are my feet. I walked up. We had little sticky bits on the floor for the, like, double-sided tape for the shoes so they wouldn't come off so that I could get my feet out of them. And I was holding onto, like, a bar, but that's it. I wasn't, like, a harness or anything like that. I just, like, walked up, kind of held onto the bar above camera. What a perfect touch. Wow. Everybody feel better now? I don't That's know perfect. what that was all about. Well, yeah. Yeah. Because, because, Barbie arch. Just like because me, the Barbie, her because arch, the arch like when perfect. she comes out, so her feet stay like stay that. Always oh, oh, like that. Like yeah. doll. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And you know what she has? Yeah. Feet sweats. Yes. Oh, feet you know what? Barbie steps into theaters next month. <laughs> Finally, Backstreet Boys. Backstreet's back at the beach. Yesterday, the band announcing they're headed to Mexico for an all-inclusive concert vacation extravaganza wow. in Cancun. Mm. And just take a listen to some of the events the guys are hosting. There'll be karaoke with AJ McLean, mm-hmm. a little beach volleyball with Nick Carter, okay. and a variety show featuring Brian Luttrell's whole family. Oh, wow. Plus, Jason Derulo is joining for a special headlining performance. Backstreet's back at the beach is scheduled for April of next year. Tickets for that are on sale. Street sweat. <laughs> stop, Alex, just stop. It's like the kid in class. It really like, is. Hey. Just the hands. <laughs> Rising pop star. There she is. Yes. Maisie Peters. Yes, Maisie. Maisie, we apologize for Al's behavior. <laughs> uh, do you really? But first, these messages. <laughs> we weren't thinking it. It's not <laughs> you were Maisie. She's like, I signed up for this. <sighs> 
out guys the stars of that wildly popular hit show the summer i turned pretty they're out here on the plaza they're greeting fans everyone wants to know what twists and turns to expect when that new season drops uh, so we're going to see if we can pry away a few answers when you guys sit down with the cast and just- that is what you're looking at a love triangle right there you see that you see that see that I love it. that's a love They've got triangle some serious fans by the yeah, way yeah oh no kid man that by the way the show was number one on on amazon prime season one they get now they got billboards in times square a lot of them it's the very first uh, bite at, at acting oh, and they awesome. hit the jackpot also ahead guys we have a rising star a music star in studio 1a her name don't forget it Maisie Peters. And if you enjoy the music of Taylor Swift and Ed Sheeran, you're going to love the stories that Maisie tells. In her song, she actually opens for Ed Sheeran. Oh, very yep. cool. Signed to Ed's record label as well. Uh-huh. Plus, coming up, we're taking you to one of New York's hottest new restaurants where Korean food meets Southern soul cooking. Okay. Try and imagine that. It's delicious. Okay. I had a chance to go and hang with the guys I got oh. in the kitchen. We cooked it. I brought some food back. Oh, yay. All yeah. right. Like that team here coming up. Like that. So it'll be show oh. and tell. We'll take it. Our speaking of food, ahead on the third hour, we buddy up for a lesson in pizza making. Wait until you see the cheesy time we had while picking up a few tricks of the trade. That's right. The good eats don't end there. The Grill Dads. Joining us tomorrow for a cookout on the plaza filled with great ideas for our July 4th barbecue. Can't wait for the Grill Dads. First though, look look at who else I spy out here on the plaza. Jenna Bush Hager, JBH, and the author of July's book club pick. Uh, Tao Tai is here as well. Banyan Moon officially out. They're handing out copies to the crowd. And to get yours, by the way, right now, folks, all you have to do is scan that QR code right there on your screen. Or you can stop by your uh, local independent bookstore as well. So, Mr. Roker, how about another check of the weather? Absolutely. Let's show you what we've got. Looking ahead to the weekend on Saturday, heavy rain in the upper Midwest. Rain also in the Northeast, possible sunny and hot. Western third of the country. Sunday, Sunday. More storms in the eastern half. Western heat continues. Hot and humid through the Gulf. We move into Monday. More showers and storms along the East Coast. Could be some problems there. Above average highs out west. And then the 4th of July, we're looking for warm, humid weather, scattered showers, but plenty of sun the western third of the U.S. Hey, don't forget, we've got the Morning News Live collection right on Peacock. You can stream all four hours of today and, best of all, your local NBC station. For details, head to PeacockTV.com slash Morning News. Who are all these guys with these T-shirts? What What are y'all doing? What's a, What's the name of What's your group? International model and talent mate. Oh, they're all oh, so budding models. Oh, yeah. All right. There you go. Budding models and actors. A bunch of fame on our plaza today. All right, okay. coming up next, the stars of the summer I turn pretty. We can't wait to find out what they have in store for the hit show's highly anticipated new season. But first, this is today on NBC. Welcome back. When The Summer I Turned Pretty premiered one year ago, it quickly flew up the charts, claiming 
the number one spot on Prime Video and turning our next guests into overnight stars. We've got Lola Tung, Gavin Castellano, Castellano, and Chris Brenny here. Uh, they lead off the series. They're lifelong friends. They spend the summer together, and they're, they find themselves stuck in a love triangle. And in season two, they are back at that spot, Cousins Beach, where the things have changed a little, but some inner feelings still linger. Oh, Lola, Gavin, and Chris, <laughs> look at y'all. Okay, let me just brag on you guys, because I know you came and visited us before when you were on just taking off, but here's what we got. The number one slot on Prime Video. The book shot up to number one on the New York Times bestsellers list. The Summer I Turn Pretty hashtag has six billion views on TikTok. Okay, let's let that sink in for a second. So, Lola, when you think about this is your first acting job ever. Yeah. And you're yeah. on a rocket ship. How does it feel? Oh, my. It's, it's wild and amazing. And, I mean, I get to be on this rocket ship with some of the best people. So it's it's been really an incredible experience. Well, I, I was I happen to have been in Times Square because I drive that way to come to work. There's like billboards of you guys. Did you get a chance to take a look at? And what did that feel like to, to see that? I, I did. Did you guys get to see it? I haven't made it up yet. I, I haven't seen it yet. No. It's pretty unbelievable and wild to see your face so big up in Times Square, especially growing up in the city. It's got to be really cool. Gavin, for you, talk about what it's been like. First of all, you are part of a love triangle. Are more people on your team, Team Get? How how have you seen the split? You know, I mean, this is a good looking guy right here. Um, (laughs) I feel like it's it's definitely Um, 50-50. I've had so much fun just um, being able to talk with uh, the supporters and fans of of both of us. And, um, you know, I I would say it's pretty even, I think. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And what about, look, there's such a, obviously there's, there's chemistry and a bond on screen, but what do you, what's it like for you guys when you're not on screen together? You, you two as friends. I mean, I just enjoy having someone that I can spend time with. I mean, you know, you spend so much time. There's so much time on set that's downtime. Yeah. And there's so many hours between setups. And mm-hmm. so to, to have somebody that I care about to spend the time with people that I care about, it makes a difference. I'm looking at you and I keep thinking about your parents. Like, what do your parents think? So they, I mean, what, what, right are, are they here? Oh, they're all here? We're not here. Sometimes parents are wandering around the studio. So what do they think of, of your success? What have your, what have your parents said about it? Um, they, my yeah. dad's the most supportive person yeah. in the world. Oh. And he's so kind and, um, wow. it warms my heart. That's, that's so sweet. Yeah. What about your parents? Yeah, <laughs> I mean, they've always been really supportive of, of my career choice, which I'm very grateful for. And, and they're proud and um, always there for me. So. Yeah. Yeah, I would say uh, <laughs> they've been supportive of everything that I've been doing since I was like four years old. They've, they've um, been cheering you on. Yeah, all the way. yeah. Like what? number one fans. So, <laughs> all right. So. Let's talk season two. So we know that there was a big love triangle in season one, but there is some emotional baggage that comes along with season two. How would you encapsulate what we're going to see? Um, I would say the characters go through a lot of growth and have experienced um, new things as you do when you grow up and are sort of learning how to deal with um these new feelings and changes in their relationships mm. and uh, dealing with family and mm-hmm. love triangle. And I mean, <laughs> would you like to add on to that? I'm like, yeah. <laughs> trying to be. Yeah. It's just, I, I think sort of in relation to the first season, the second season grows up with these characters and because they've experienced a lot of big things in their life to this point, like bigger than they had 
going into the first season. Mm. And so the tone sort of goes along with them, I think. Well, yeah. you guys, you all are on a rocket ship. You really are. Congratulations <laughs> to you. all three of you. It's got it's to be fun to be walking in your shoes, but we're so proud of you. And we can't wait to see season two. And for people who are waiting, the first three episodes of The Summer I Turned Pretty Season 2 drop Friday, July the 14th. Guys, thank you so much. We're happy you came to see us. Thank you. All right, Carson, over to you. Thanks so much. I'm here with singer-songwriter Maisie Peters. If you went to an Ed Sheeran concert, maybe a little early, then you've been exposed to Maisie's music. She's about to launch her own tour right here. But first, we'll chat. All coming up. But first, this is Today on NBC. City Music Series on today is proudly presented to you by City. Oh yeah, we're back with Maisie Peters, a rising pop star who went from busking on the streets of Brighton, England to opening up for Ed Sheeran and now selling out her own tour. How cool. Maisie just released her sophomore album. It's called The Good Witch and we are so happy to have her with us. It's good to see you. Hi, Maisie. I mean, can't believe you taught yourself guitar at age nine and here you stand right now and you're on your own tour. What do you think of of that success you've been having? Yeah, it's crazy. It's been so much fun. Uh, yes, I was teaching myself guitar at nine, and now I am in America on fake floorboards. And so you really, you know you've you really it. see it all. Yeah, I know. It's so cool. We know Ed Sheeran, of course, one of the greats. He, he's, you're, he's, mm-hmm. he's a big part of your story. Ed's an incredible guy. You're signed to his label. You opened up for him. But what do you want people to know about your music? Mm-hmm. Uh, I'd love people to know that I write all of it uh, and that there's just so much of myself in my music. I really put everything I have into it and I would say that all of my music, my songs, my new album, it's really just 100% of who I am and my heart and well, that's what's in my well, music. Well, Maisie, we had fans know. who were lining up uh, at the crack of dawn to see you so we oh, brought some of them We brought some of them inside. They're back there. Have a great tour. Oh my album. God. Congratulations. Yeah, and the album, of course, out now. You can catch her on The Good Witch. Uh, it comes to North America, that tour kicking off in August. Congratulations. Congratulations. Super fun. Coming up, our trip to one of the coolest New York restaurants where they're cooking up a very unique blend of flavors. We'll have that for you next. But first, this is today on NBC. Thank you, Maggie Peters. And welcome back. Carson, you got to check out a hot new spot right here in the city. I certainly did. See as in Charlie puts a really fun spin on Korean-American cooking. The Michelin Guide describes it as a love letter from three lifelong friends to their heritage and upbringing. You can really taste it in their creations, mixing Korean staples with Southern flair. You are in for a good one today taking you behind the scenes. They're closed right now. See as in Charlie's name of this restaurant. And they're doing stuff, man, that nobody else is doing. Come on in. Dave, if I walked into this restaurant and I've never been here before, what's the vibe? So as soon as you sit down, even before you get a water, you get a sake shop. Let's go! So that's our little gesture of saying, let's be friends. In Korean, there's a saying, um, which literally means let's have a drink. Are we going to be friends? Right? Oh, of course, of course. <laughs> hey, cheers. Thank you so much for having me. That's a great way to start your experience. Oh, yeah. See us in Charlie. An experience quite unlike any other. The guys describe their food as part Korean, part Southern, a reflection of themselves. All born in Korea, but raised in Atlanta, Georgia, where brothers Steve and Eric met David and became lifelong friends. 
And we actually had, had a shared dream and shared thoughts that, oh, maybe we should open up a restaurant one day. What did you want to achieve? What was important? We definitely wanted to uh, show our identity through our restaurant. So at Sears and Charlie, what we do is that we serve uh, Korean tapas with a little bit of Korean and Southern flair. The guys grew up in the food industry. You can taste the foods and flavors from their childhood in their cuisine. Most of our dishes ties into our like history or like childhood memories. We wanted it to be like us, like us right. three. And it's like you're meeting you when you come in here. Right, yeah. Yes. What does C as in Charlie <laughs> stand for? Where'd that come from? So as an Asian immigrant, uh, letter C and R is really hard to pronounce. So back in the days, our parents would always say C as in Charlie. Everyone that comes in, they ask us, oh, so which one of you is Charlie? No, no, right. no, Charlie. It's such a cool name for a restaurant. <laughs> Their recipe for success includes a cool vibe, fun dishes like popcorn chicken, and a dessert shaped like a bagel. You know, usually bagel is the first thing you have in the morning, but at our restaurant, bagel is the last thing you're gonna have. It literally looks like a bagel, but it's actually a monaca wafer called filled with cream cheese gelato and a homemade strawberry jam inside. I love that. Yes. Can we try some food? Oh yeah. Yes. Here's our fluke ceviche. Beautiful. Fluke and clementine from Jeju Island, which is like the Hawaii, Hawaii of, of Korea. Korea known to drive men's stamina. Um, oh, can I have a straw, please? <laughs> <laughs> All right, what's nice? So this is a sake that I share with my favorite guests, my regulars, usually. All right, let's go. Cheers. Let's drink the whole thing, huh? Oh my God. This is like discovering long lost relatives. <laughs> oh, chef, you're missing out. <laughs> oh, wow, look at that. So this is the popcorn chicken? Yep. Yes. Double fries, so it's extra crispy. But I've never had anything like it. It looks like a carbonara, right? Wow, I can smell it. Wow, that's delicious. Yep. This is gonna win you a Michelin star. Chef, delicious. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> On the menu, a popular kid-friendly Korean dish. They say it's a staple, like PB&J. Ooh. Here is our mushroom bibimbap. Whoa. Wait, this is the childhood yes. peanut butter and jelly play? Of course, now it's more than a peanut butter and jelly, but... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's magnificent. So we'll make that together? Yes. All right, let's cook, shall we? Right. Right, we're going to make some bibimbap. Uh, you have fancy mushrooms. Pickled shallot with dill, butter, minced garlic, and a poached egg. Great! I mean, that looks beautiful. Now, crack the egg, very gentle, so you don't pop the egg yolk. Wow, that's like perfect timing. Thank you so much. Looks like five to go. <laughs> I realize all these yes. things you guys watch me eat, so we wanted to bring you some of the Thank food you. here. Oh, Eric, Stephen, David didn't want to leave you out. Wow. This is this kind of embodies mm. the whole vibe there, this sort of southern flair, this kind of Amazing. fried chicken, twice good. fried, so good. with mm. that Korean taste. You Just enough spice, Arson. sweet. Perfect. Yeah, it's good. Aren't you glad I brought you food? You know, that right? is so yummy. I'm not feeling the love. That I was thoughtful. Oh, because you're eating. We're eating. Yeah, we're eating. Yeah, we're they were up for, uh, they made the Michelin list this oh, year, cool. so we're hoping for them. It's a small place. It's very cool. By the way, if you go there and your name happens to be Charlie, uh, you get a bonus sake. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> so I left, went down the street, bought a fake ID. It's Charlie Daly. <laughs> there you go. And I went right back. <laughs> there you go. And, uh, wow. and those delicious. guys are super cool. Great story to family, to heritage, how they tie it together. Love it. And they cook with passion. 
Very good. Thank you. Good. All right. Got a lot more coming up on the third and fourth hours, including Jason Biggs and everything you need for a bunch of summer outdoor adventures. Mm-hmm. We'll get to that in just a moment. But first, these messages. This is real good. Thanks. 